Hi, it's Reverend Karen from St Mark's Church in Teddington. This week's reading is quite a hard one for me, as I've been reflecting on the encounter between Jesus and the Canaanite woman. The word that keeps coming back to me is offence. Jesus is offended by this woman, this foreigner, and he behaves in what seems today to be quite a cruel way. And I wanted to look at offence because I felt quite a strong pull towards this word. And offence, we can cause offence in what we say, we can cause offence in what we do. And that might be intentional. We might go out to hurt and offend somebody. But quite often, the offence that we cause in what we say and what we do is unintentional. And if it's unintentional and someone gets hurt, then the mature and adult, and adult thing to do is to try and work out, well, what did I do? Or what did I say? What went wrong? And how can I not do that again? Because sometimes that hurt and offence is completely unintentional. Maybe we should have known better. And that is one of the hugely positive things about the Black Lives Matter movement at the moment, is that so many of us who are not BAME, are learning how much offence we have caused, unintentionally perhaps, but still have caused hurt. And of course there's always Azariah's book, Ghost Ship, to help us on our way there. Always great to know a local author. And as I was thinking about offence, of course I can't talk about Black Lives Matter because I'm white. I thought, actually, I have caused offence. And it was so uncomfortable. Now, it's not easy to talk about. Um, and I've debated whether I should. But I have. I have caused somebody offence. And the offence that I caused was that I was a woman priest. And I am a woman priest. Now, the story is that when I was a newly minted curate, I was sent round the local schools. It's what the curate did in that parish. Um, there were nine schools and inevitably some had more attention than others. So I was sent to the ones that we'd lost touch with to introduce myself and ask, how can we help you? And some schools responded very positively. And that was wonderful. But there was one school when I walked in the door. I hadn't even opened my mouth. And I saw on the face of somebody in reception a look of disgust. Now, you can't fake disgust. It's an automatic reaction. It's hardwired into us. It's a survival thing. So if you smell something that is disgusting, your face will twist. 
if you see something that's disgusting, you might wrinkle your nose and back away. It's automatic. It goes, it doesn't hit the thinky part of your brain at all. Comes from your heart. And it reveals what you really do think about something. And as I walked into the reception in this school, I saw that look of disgust on the face of somebody there. Now, as I say, I hadn't opened my mouth and this person didn't know who Karen was. Didn't know Karen as daughter, mother, friend, dancer, mad cat woman, gardener. All this person saw was a female in clerical dress. And the disgust was there. And that's hard. I stood there. She, they stood there. And well, where do I go from here? So I had my prepared speech. I used to be a salesperson, so I was used to walking into places and not knowing anybody and then effectively selling something. So I went into salesperson mode, said who I was. Could we help? Thank you very much. Have a good day. God bless. And I left. But it stayed with me. That the sight of a woman wearing black clericals was enough to make somebody offended because of that disgust reaction. And so Sunday's passage, I really can feel for the woman there. And Jesus, let's be honest, is not at his best. He's been ignoring her. She calls out and he ignores her. His disciples are trying to get rid of her. But what's she doing? She's calling out because her daughter is ill. Have mercy upon me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. And he ignores her. And when finally he notices her, he sees her, he's dismissive. I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So not for you, woman. She's foreign. She's female. And she offends a Jewish man. And that hurts. And I know what that hurt feels like. But she doesn't back away. She comes back. He has told her that it's not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. What an insult. He's calling her a dog and something that is unclean in his society. And she says, yes, Lord. Even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. And he sees her. He sees her faith, her humanity. Perhaps he sees a her, a woman, a foreign woman for the first time. We don't know. But he then says to her, 
woman acknowledging who she is not her name he doesn't know who she is he doesn't know whether she's maria or whatever woman great is your faith let it be done for you as you wish and her daughter was healed instantly so jesus sees her he works past whatever his cultural offence is at her her tribe and he sees who she really is a mother calling out for healing of her child who has seen who he is she calls him master she calls him lord so where does that leave us two thousand years later is it up to the victims of offence those who are causing offence the women BAME, foreigners, to stand up and educate those of privilege. And my sense for myself is if we can, but we shouldn't have to. Is it important for those of us who are privileged to learn from Jesus and check that privilege? to see those in front of us, those that we would dismiss because they're women, BAME, foreigners, migrants, the disabled, the learning disabled, those who are not us, those who are the other. It seems more important than ever when we're under stress at a time of COVID, when we're pushed back upon ourselves, when nothing is quite as it was, to notice where we are causing offence, to pray that we can see the person, the beloved child of God, who is not that label, and in seeing them as Jesus saw the Canaanite woman, to heal both us and by God's mercy, them.